Hi everyone. Hi. We are back. welcome back. We are back for part two of this um, part one of our like it's the second uh, it's the second episode, but it's um, part two of our first interviewee with Wise Web with Rania Khanum. Hi, I'm Rania. She's from UCL. She does biological sciences. I am a UCL student. History with friends. We're both on interruptions. If you don't know what that is, check out part one. Uh, but let's get into the next topic of conversation of this conversation, and that is UCL community, UCL as whole. Like, um, I we both knew going into UCL that it is called London's um, global global university. university, and that is very much true with regards to the people it attracts. It attracts top-notch talent, yeah. like basically all Oxbridge, Harvard uh, rejectees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, no but people from all over the world. Yes. I think I read somewhere that. Um, more than half are international so like i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised literally and when we mean international not just europeans americans yeah, australians everywhere. eastern uh, uh east, east wait far east far east like asian yeah. oh like i don't know people from the asian continent european yeah. continent like everywhere even like uh I iceland from like Antarctica. Bahamas, Bermuda. <laughs> but yeah i i that was a hawaii <laughs> Yeah, there was that's a girl so from I love that. That's such a completely different lifestyle. But um, one thing that I did realize that I didn't really like or anticipate was that although it does attract global talent, although it's very diverse, like they do literally like Polish and Yiddish studies or like Finnish and Dutch and Danish. Yeah. Uh, it in terms of like global, it doesn't teach like Mandarin. It doesn't have any like professors who specialize in really asia or the middle east i do wish that was like a middle eastern course definitely they don't speak arab they don't teach arabic or mandarin despite them being literally one of the biggest languages having said that we do have soas literally as our neighbors but still like the ucl it's i i know ucl has the biggest like slavic um community like in terms of teaching like for example if you want to learn about eastern european and russia ucl is definitely your place like it's it's very good like we have the top-notch people in the um in the field of research but if you're into like middle eastern which i was like a big part of me loving history was my own heritage i wanted to know like the myths what was true and what was fancy what's just like public opinion um of like different communities within that region and i realized going there that literally the only real like historian that was like into that thing was he was technically like he was a he had a, he had a Jewish and Yiddish background not like ethnic wise but in terms of like what he studied the people he read like he didn't really know much about Iran or Lebanon for instance so I wish that I had known that because that was a big part like I, I saw myself writing my dissertation in third fourth year on something Middle Eastern I would obviously want more support with that like you get the more you get if obviously you want to choose a topic that like someone can help you out with within the department um so that was a bit disappointing which i didn't realize before uh i don't know where i went with this story where, where was i going why, why am i talking about yiddish um, studies and persian um, like the international community yeah so it's very global with the talent not so much it's very more eurocentric but what i mean eurocentric more eastern eurocentric as well i feel like that's only i feel like that's only with the like teaching though i feel like the actual people yes yeah that's what are... said yeah exactly exactly but like how did you feel like did you enjoy being in an international environment was it intimidating was it super fun like how did you find it um Honestly, I, feel like there are, I feel like there are two sides to this i i, I really loved being in t- in such an international Same. uni you find being, really cool people with like, cool backgrounds 
being um Exposed. Ir- Iranian and Kurdish myself, I I felt very at home. Like yeah. we had such a massive Iranian community. Tab up, could we dare's big yeah, up. Big up. We, yeah there's so many like societies you can join there's iranian society like afghan you know all of that lebanese society yeah I, I i absolutely love that i felt very at home and very comfortable and it's um, so nice you're literally it's like you're in the world i mean that's london in general like london is not at all a good example of like britain and i think a lot of internationals forget that like london is not like the reason why we have brexit is not because of like it's because that's britain like it, but if you came to like london you'd be so shocked how could like you know exactly. british people vote brexit well that's because london's not britain love like it's a complete different world i feel yeah and i feel like if i went to a university like outside london and not like one of the major cities yeah, like birmingham or manchester like if i went small town like, like coventry or yeah something. or like durham or like yeah um, yeah yeah like Exeter small, small well. town, yeah like it, it, with mostly like british or domestic like, students yeah i feel like i would feel very out of place there alienated being, yeah being like because especially with your, my... our culture is very strong it's not like some cultures where yeah. because of you know the history it's not been there's been a bit diluted whereas Persian in particular like they've really retained and made a conscious effort to like teach next generation to like value and respect it yeah like I I feel like I would be very alienated being like middle eastern myself yeah I wouldn't I feel like I wouldn't fit in I would feel like kind of an outsider yeah definitely you like where's my middle eastern food I don't want to eat like fish pie all the time (laughs) 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 love fish pie though I'm more of a cottage pie kind of girl (laughs) But um, yeah, like I think I completely agree. Like it's so refreshing. Like I made so many friends. Like give me any country, and I'll be able to like tell you someone I know that's from there. Yeah. And it's really cool. Like you learn so much indirectly. Like you'll be having lunch, and then you'll be talking about like Russian politics, or you'll be talking about like France and Macron and Marie Le Pen. Like it's so. And I feel cool. like people are so much more open-minded. And they want to it. learn about your yeah. past and your culture, your story. Like people want to learn about you. They're engaged. What I love about you, self students, is you can have so much fun. Like they're so down to earth. But the next minute you can be talking about like politics or like philosophical arguments. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, but like when when UCL say that London's global university, they really do mean they it. They do, like, it's not a joke. If really you want to be with crazy like people that have got opinions, they have people have opinions at UCL. Like they're not they they won't be silenced. I won't be silent. Well, my voice is really bad. I went to heaven last night and it was so fun. Um, but also, yeah, the nightlife in London is pretty good. Very expensive though, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. good. Um, but I think the flip side to that is international students, like I said, they're the creme de la creme. They're coming to one of the best cities in the world, to one of the best unis in the world. Yeah. They're gonna be smart. They're they hella do smart. Attract, like they really do attract like the smartest people around the world. Yeah, literally. Like, the most talented and like not it's, just academics wise, but also five instruments. They can play yeah. five instruments. They're part of all these teams. They like one they went to like, the UN, like, they did the work experience with Obama. Of, oh and, my like, god, yeah, like they've done all these like internships and literally like, work experience. PWC, um like everything. And I think um like it, it's, it's not very hard to compare yourself. Especially when you're a domestic student, I think um like yeah, Britain's not as academic. I think Britain education system is a lot more like we want you to grow and develop your own interests exactly. and like we want you to become an all-round individual. Whereas I, that's I not feel as like focused. And, yeah. More uh, encourage you to like do be well academically, but also extracurriculars. They really do encourage. Like sport it. is a big thing. Yeah. Um, and I would say like 
it's really not surprising to meet people that have five or six A levels with yeah. all A stars. Like exactly, that's yeah. it's to be fair. Me and Rania have probably like the lowest grades. Like we've got yeah. A's and A stars at A level and like yeah. three subjects, and that's like, like I'm, I'm actually shocked I got into UCL. <laughs> no, no, don't say that. You know Nagu, but like, <laughs> um, literally, and the like we said, like they not just they're not just academic. They're super nice. And they're super talented in like music, arts, for sports. Yeah. They've got interests that they care about. They're like activists. They like attend meetings for different charities or like political parties. They're very influential within their communities. Like um, they, UCL students will make an impact in the world. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you know you know we're with future prime ministers, presidents, people that work in the government, yeah. like but, finance. You know the next Bill Gates or something. But like the. I feel like the downside to that is UCL does recognize it and I feel like that's why they make it so intense because they know and I think they don't they forget about the domestic students yeah. they forget that not everyone has come from such an academically like rigorous system yeah. of education Cause, um yeah because these international schools I have heard that they are very intense <laughs> and like they they do Work or like, die. they they do IB which I've heard is a lot is a lot international more baccalaureate than guys let us know in the comments or like dm us if you've done ib i really want to do an episode about like the cons and pros of doing ib a levels which one should you choose so yeah but yeah i, th- I feel like ucl sees that they see this big international community and they recognize that and i feel like they do make it a bit more intense i don't mm. know i couldn't just be like, no i get no i actually get you i think they they yeah they but they, they, they are they, used to students who are who focus on their yeah. studies a lot more. They, but they, they do know that UCL attracts like really intelligent. And yeah, really... I think I probably didn't anticipate it to be as academic as it was, yeah, I... especially like straight away. Like I was expecting yes. like first week, like whatever, potato, potato. I was potato. expecting it to like, I, I was expecting them to like try and ease us like you know like the first time of school it's like what locker yeah. do you want? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> or like what, who do you want to sit next to? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or if, if only it was like that. I miss school so much. Yeah. I'd big up my school. Um, But like, um, as we were saying, I think, uh, oh, wait, what were we saying? Like international, it's intense. And I think UCL, in terms of like, like your writing style will change completely. Like at school, I was very like, I like structure and I like knowing what to do. And yeah. that's why I love GCSE and A-level because I kind of just follow the same, more so yes. at GCSE, the same pattern didn't really let me down. Like my teacher at GCSE told us like, you know, for the explain wise on um, AQA history, if you did it or Excel history, like you just answer with three reasons, boom, three paragraphs, done. Yes. Like they would just tell you exactly how to do it. You, you need it's not why like that. I, I feel like that's why I did so well at GCSE and A-level because it all follows a structure. You know exactly like what you, if, GCSE was GCSE biology was basically memorizing a mark scheme. The um, same mark- math and well, guys, if you're a GCSE student or A level, use maths and physics tutor. Yeah. I don't know if you did that, Ryan. I did. Yeah, I did all of them, and they were literally the same questions that came up in the actual exam. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you just need to like memorize the same sentences that always come up, and then you get full marks. University is nothing like that. And I feel like that really set me up for failure. 100%. And I think you don't realise, I think unlike, for example, I've heard like French and German uh, university systems differ to this, but British universities is very much about, they want to kind of 
know your opinion your take what's your stance on this debate so of course you'll be reading for like a few weeks or even months about like some like scholarly people who've like studied analyzed who actually have the rights to have an opinion on this issue you would have understood it like you would probably have understood literally about a third of what you've written and then after that you're expected to come up with your own like astounding like take on this debate which is like not being settled within your um like within your department like within your what's it, within your field so it's like you need to have an opinion and, and that's a great thing yeah. don't get me wrong but it's definitely intimidating first week when someone asks you all oh, right is history like do you agree with uh, leopold von what's his name leopold von ranker like do you agree with von ranker's take on history is that what history is and you're like oh my god please don't hurt me like i've just moved away from mommy and daddy like it's very intense yeah. like i was speaking about this with my someone on my course yeah. because like quite early on I was having like a crisis and I was like speaking to her for help and we were talking about like the difference between A-level and IB because she's from India so she did IB yeah and she was telling me how her opinion was IB prepares you a lot better for university because oh like obviously like we just said A-level is very much you just regurgitate everything that you've been told. I mean, that's debatable because I know, for example, I know my history, my history teachers would uh, potentially debate that, but I do agree with you. Like, A-levels, like, I definitely got by, like, I did obviously come up with my own opinions, but I did read the textbook, I read online sources, and then yeah. I would, like, slightly twist, if not, like, copy their opinion. But, yeah, she told me how, like, IB actually teaches you, like, how to think for yourself and, like, how to form opinions mm. and, like, how to properly write essays and all of that because... I know with IB, well, I've, I didn't do IV, obviously, but I've heard that they do get a lot more practice writing and, like, <coughs> yeah. it just prepares you a lot better for university. And I feel like with UCL being I feel like international, yeah. like... I would have pre- I think also because I love I think one of our problems Ronya is that we love so many things and like we at university, obviously, I had to get rid of Spanish, which is so sad because porque me encanta español. Um, like... I think I would have benefited potentially having done like IB because I get I would I would have had the opportunity of studying more subjects maybe to a less like to less details. I really hate that uh, about the in, about yeah like in America they you can I do, really uh, wish we had the American yeah, system. There's a lot of things I would because change. I I wish I could just go back and change every subject I did. I I I, I humanities. Do humanities? I, I, yes, I actually would because really? when I, I realized this when I got to university that I actually have no interest in my subjects. But there's like nothing I can do about it now because I took science A levels. Great, you now- can always retake A levels. <laughs> no. Any any school wants to sponsor no, but her? Even with GCSE, like I actually wish I took history GCSE now. And I can't mm. do history A level because I didn't do history GCSE. Why don't you redo GCSEs? No one's stopping you. We had big up to that lady in my Spanish uh, A level class, the A level exam. There was literally like a fifty year old lady doing a Spanish A level. It's like big respects to you. I want to do that with like all the languages. Like every year, do a different GCSE language. That'd be yeah, so fun. I, I I wish I took German A level now, which I, now I can't do like languages at university Aww. because I didn't. You can, do but yeah, I know it's yeah. harder for you. But um, I was gonna say like, do you think as well? that because international we're talking about you know one community do you think there is a sense of like you know we're all in this together like i personally would say that ucl as a student base like doesn't have the best community like when i compare it to people at st andrews or like manchester liverpool or like uh exeter even like there's very much like oh i'm a proud extra student like i'm proud to be a ucler but not because of ucl more of just because of like the reputation academic 
um in exactly, te- like yeah. how like, like the it, ranking it, i feel like, ucl is all about like the which ranking. is sad because i think definitely something that i'm guilty of like i know everyone tells you not to now i've realized do not like yeah, me yeah. i knew i was gonna get like decent ish grades so i was like okay which universities am i capable of going so i applied to like five top unis in the country according to the rank tables and uh and really i didn't think about where i would be living the accommodation the type of people the university attracts yeah. because universities do attract different cultures like not ethnic cultures but different people like people know where they're gonna fit in like you know that yeah. this uni is known for drugs this uni is known for sex this uni is known I, I for think... academics this uni is known for being like breaking the boundaries and being influential and i think I should have realized that maybe coming to London, like I would describe London personally as a jungle. You're exactly either right. going to be hunt or be hunted. So make your choice. It's very isolating. Yeah. But it's great. I, I do, when you find people, it's great. But when you don't, you're a tadpole in the ocean. And unlike other universities, you're not given friends ready-made on a plate. Like you see, like London, you have to put yourself out there. You have to go to socials. You have to go to societies, different concerts, events see what's happening to make friends put yourself out there otherwise you will be a tadpole in the ocean and you will drown i do wish that like um I, I wish this. i could go to a campus-based uni i would have loved to have gone to extra i think although yeah. extra i know it's a little bit uh it's not as diverse at all yeah. but i feel like it's, i was yeah, yeah I, I was thinking of exeter or too. st andrews i love st andrews or edinburgh actually no not edinburgh. i did i did look into exeter because of the like community and like it, it's just you feel closer with everyone because you're you're all in the same place like extra is like a small town so like you won't get lost yeah you don't get I was lost saying, like, same with st andrews and what i love about st andrews is is like you can take like three subjects to start with but i want to talk on like compare and contrast different unique cultures and different uh, podcasts so definitely stay tuned also guys uh if you are a university student and you're passionate you have an opinion about your university what's good what's you can improve on please definitely drop me an Instagram DM on at Daria Sefri or at This Is Not A Daria Show saying, Daria, hey, I go to like Manchester. I'd really love to come and like talk to you about it with other university students. I want to attract like, I want to have four guests from different unis all across the country. And we like kind of just break down different like matters to do with uni and like debate and discuss the differences between them. So yeah, that's another podcast. Um, speaking of polls, like, okay, comparing... First of all, London halls are in- insanely expensive. And insane. For, like, the most rubbish <laughs> flat, like... <laughs> Where the facilities don't even work. I'm sorry, facilities at universities. I don't know if it's a London thing. Went to Campbell House East. Big up. Um, but, like, literally our showers wouldn't work. We'd have to go to, like, the neighbour. Like, literally, we'd be waddling in, like, our towns and, like, our towels and dressing gowns. And in the middle of, like, Mallet Street, we'd be, like, running from, like, one accommodation to the other and like our water didn't work the, the walls are like toilets didn't work everything didn't work food was rubbish pa- the walls are paper thin so you can hear oh, you know thing. what university students are like boom 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 pow that's at all like i can four, say at like 4 a.m and it's like and the thing is it'd be like it'd be like exam season and people will still be getting off with each other and you're yeah. like bro like we're not freshers anymore yeah um so literally if you're expecting peace and quiet <laughs> Like no. four AM, you can just hear like every conversation that's happening. Oh, in the everyone's kitchen. having deep combos, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's hard because you know where you meant to study, your room is super noisy and it's depressing and it's like tiny and suffocating. And your view is probably of like construction sites because London is full of construction sites at the moment. It seems. Or are you meant to like spend two to three hours going up and down the levels of the and, student center and, and the libraries? Like, There's nowhere to study. Where are you meant to study? This is like a very, very much a London uni thing because I looking at other university halls like Exeter again. Like they got double we, beds, at Exeter. We, yeah. They've got double beds. We, 
Like, they want that. This sounds like a weird... private school thing. <laughs> like, um, but Exeter, yeah, we keep talking about Exeter, <laughs> but um, I looked at their halls and they're so, first of all, they're so much cheaper, but they're also so much nicer. Yeah, and, I feel like they're more open, sunshine. Yeah, very like, like clean, oh, very modern. Hygienic. Have you seen like the shower? Like the. <laughs> no. The showers are like so, so nice, like so clean, so modern, so like just so like fresh, like comparing uh, and they're so much cheaper than the ensuite is so much cheaper than like a non ensuite at UCL. Really? That's so funny. Oh my god, I love that. But um we should probably wrap this up soon just because I can see that battery is going down. But guys, I think to summarize, we love UCL. Like I really enjoy it. Like there it's hard academically and socially because like London is not just a it's not just a student city. It's not unlike other cities. It's people are working. People already have friends and family. A lot of people stay at home, so it's very hard to meet up. Like you'll make friends. They're in South London. You're in North London. Like everyone's all over the place. It's not like community vibes that like we stick together. Yeah. But things I personally let me. I think I wish I had read more academic stuff. Like literally the shock of like I didn't think I could. I literally thought I was a literate when I first came because. The word, you could read the words, but the phrases together, babes, yeah. I didn't get oh that. Oh my god, it's like it's like reading in a different language. Facts. I wish I had bought an, uh, my iPad. I have an iPad, like being tech savvy. Like I was going to the science library at UCL, printing out pages and pages and like highlighting, annotating all around. You can't do that. It's not sustainable. It's not, it's new because especially with humanities, you're not expected to read all of a chapter or all of a book, literally bits and bobs. So you need to like scan. And the only way you can scan and skim read is through an iPad where you can like zoom, annotate. I would recommend getting an iPad with an iPad pencil. It's so good. It's everyone at UCL has one because yeah, obviously, also yeah. And like they're, the, they've got, they've, you know, most people there have money because it's I like, yeah. I recommend the app GoodNotes. Yes, GoodNotes is so good check it out as well as what i'm literally doing my time now using good notes i would say as well uh bear in mind university do not want you to fail they do not want you to drop out like it's hard to get in once you're in there's so many exceptions they'll make they'll bend so many rules for you to make sure you stay yeah, on they track they really do they like, really it means, I, yeah i was shocked how like accommodating they were my i was like really like at the beginning when i was really worried like i was gonna fail and all of that my like head of year said like if you, you you can choose to like exclude some modules which you what? she told me like that's so cool but i think you can only do it like once but if you do like really badly on a module you can choose to not include it in your, your like, classification grade. yeah well damn like definitely i really believe the saying like i didn't realize when my parents said that university don't want to get rid of you like they actually don't every every life matters yeah. and i'd say like keep on top of things like it's not like school where like if you miss a few lessons you can catch up like it's simple as Ronya said it's so true one lecture will cover like seven a-level lessons worth of yeah. content so keep on top with it make friends on your course oh be organized um with your ipad and like at, the way you like your word like, word, your like, time, yeah. like at, at school it's very easy because they give you a timetable timetables everything is so structured they tell you like how to spend your time at uni you're doing it all on your own you have to you have to like structure all your time be on disciplined your own. yeah exactly. but have fun don't be like me first week literally be in a library like being depressed everyone's yeah. going out i remember people come up to me like oh my god like, you're a master's student i'm like no i'm a first year <laughs> first week of a first year and they're like what the hell are you doing friday night and you're here because i was like trying my best like, i didn't want to just like have to take this interruption if it wasn't for a good yeah. reason but that affected other things don't just but, don't um, put pressure on yourself like, it will work out I, it will I, work out 
yeah even like with making friends and all of that like studying everything just take it easy don't put so much pressure on yourself i think we put too much pressure we were i think also private school they kind of expect you like you're used to having everything quickly because you had such a good support network whereas university like we said like oh god another thing book appointments with your lecturers literally the minute you get access to their like teams book an appointment because although you probably have never gone to a lecture you haven't even had a seminar with them by the time the appointment comes around in like three four weeks time you will have so many questions and that 15 minutes will be so precious so book appointments because trust me their time is like literally gold dust yeah yeah. um so yeah that's it really anything you want any last comments Ranya Khanum um yeah just like I said just don't put pressure on yourself take it easy like and normalize taking gap years definitely like like you were saying in germany and european countries they apply to university literally a few weeks before the course starts whereas us we we have to decide what we want to do like two a year before your life can completely change within a year it's kind of ridiculous how university places are given to predicted grades like it's not like other european unions and like in germany like you were saying apparently it's abnormal people not taking i told told daria my sister studied in germany for a bit because she studied german at you at university and breaking the persian stereotypes so she lived there for a bit and she said she told me when i was having my whole crisis about taking an interruption i was like i don't want to take a gap year i'm like wasting a year of my life which by the way you're not you're not you're Um, developing yourself you're having time to actually know what you're interested in etc she she told me how in germany it's normal to take a gap year and it's like if you don't take a gap year it's considered weird because everyone takes you need that time to mature you need to get out of like the conveyor belt of education and what life is supposed to be because everyone's life is different everyone's destiny is different and it's your it's your mission in life to find out what you, you like what is your calling what are you passionate what are you committed for? Yeah, what are you going to sacrifice like for the for the greater good i feel like the uk education system is very flawed it's messed up and i would love to like talk to this if you're a teacher listening uh if you're one of my old teachers or you're some a teacher from another school please do uh like message me on like at this is not daria um instagram and this daria sefri a personal instagram account I'd love to talk to you about what you think about like the British education system at secondary school level, particularly when preparing students for university. Do we prepare them right? Like like, everything. I I feel like it needs to be more like the US system where you can take different modules from different subjects and different disciplines. It's it's too restricted. It's very restricted. 18 years old, and I'm and I'm saying even even 14 when you're choosing your GCSEs. You choose your GCSEs when you're 14. You're meant to like start thinking about your future when you're 14. Like, how is that even fair? Literally, it's not. But thank you guys so much for listening. It's it means the world if you if you manage to get through the part one of this podcast and if you finish all the way to the end part two like can we get a round of applause yeah. Rania? Like, we love you thank, thank you, you guys. let us know if you did let us know what you took away from this and like if you want to talk about any of the issues we've raised personally my instagram is um daria sefri Rania, do you want to give your instagram shout uh, out yeah my instagram is Rania Desai. uh you can like i'll tag it in or whatever um but talk to us personally talk to us in the comments let's build a community so i want you guys to start like i would love for us to start like you know someone types something like Gemma types something then like priya types something then like kiorash types something like literally any random people just like talking about these sorts of things together so without further ado we need to get more people to talk about this kind of stuff definitely no one one talks about transition and being overwhelmed and it's okay to be overwhelmed like i think we all expect oh like i think schools you know they get great grades to their students they say they're ready they send them on their way we'll see you at the reunion next year 
but yeah. they just think it's going to be smooth and it's not always smooth. No one talks about how hard the transition from being like a school kid to like an adult. Being an adult. It, it's so hard. Especially no if you come from that. our backgrounds. Like I yeah, was a small town. I was a small town girl in a very small, tight knit community. I was head girl. I was quite successful. I was respected, and then I became a tagpole. Yeah. And in a, the wild, wild west, where not everyone has your best intentions at heart, and I've realized yeah. that. Like, you don't always be an open book because people will manipulate had, you. Yeah, I had, like, you. a whole crisis when I realised, like, I'm actually an adult now. I'm, like, I have no idea what to Literally. do with myself. Like, how do you actually be an but adult? But it's okay. We learn this. We learn this. Yeah. But, guys, thank you so much again. We keep rambling. We need to stop. We need to go. I'm kind of hungry, Rania. Like, yeah, what should okay. we eat? Um... I don't know, maybe sp- <gasps> spaghetti house. Me and Rania love spaghetti house. Yes. Oh, oh, if you want to come with us next time, literally like come. The whole swagger, it's like everyone. Um, but guys, without yeah. further ado, thank you so much. Yeah, I cannot so wait for the next for podcast. And, yeah, thank you for I had having so Rania. Much fun. Guys, Rania's I, my first yeah. interviewee. This oh, is a big moment. I'm for so me. honored for this. Yeah, I had a great time talking about this, and like, oh. I'm really passionate about this. Well, we should so. definitely talk yeah. about another subject we care about. But without further ado, thank you so much, yeah, guys. Live, laugh, swag. Live, laugh, swag. Bye. Thank you.